And good afternoon and welcome to the show. Well, what a day out there. Beautiful here in Toronto, but unfortunately, Florida is uh, looking down the throat of Irma. So hopefully everybody is going to be safe. It's going to be a lot of interesting things that will happen. And I'm sure over the next few weeks, we'll be able to talk about investment real estate down in Florida and what's going on in the aftermath of something like this. So here's what I'm going to do, folks. I'm going to open up the phone lines right now, 416-872-1010. And um, I want to talk to you today, of course, about the market. Oh, so much going on. How about this week? Interest rates going up a quarter point. Are you feeling the squeeze yet? Are they doing? Are they getting it right? You know what? I'm really struggling with the fact that in the last two months we've had two interest rate hikes. Now I know a lot of people are sitting there saying, "Hey, look at we were down low for quite a while," but you know what? Maybe they should stop putting their foot on everybody's throat because it sure seems like that's the case. What we're seeing too much right now is we've got the Ontario government trying to take the wind out of the sails of the market. We also have the now the Bank of Canada starting increase interest rates. Look, if you want to squash a market, you just keep doing this stuff and, you know, people's houses are going to start going down in value. Speaking of going down in value, uh, biggest number that just came out this past week for August sales. Yep, they're down and the number is down. It's 30% less year over year. But here's the thing. and, And, you know, so many times I get to talk to everybody about this And we need to talk about the fact that some of the news that is floating around, I call it fake news, because they hit that number where they say 30%. Well, we, when we talk about value, that's the number we've got to be concerned over. And year over year, from August 2016 to August 2017, right now, we are still seeing a value increase, about 3.5%. I know it's not a lot. Some of you are up as high as 30%. Uh, but right now we're seeing the market kind of soften up. Are we going to stabilize? Well, that's what they're thinking is going to happen. Listen, I want to hear from you because four one. I'll give you the number again, 416-872-1010. Love to hear from you so we can talk about what's going on in the market. Do you think the market is finally going to stabilize? Are we there yet? Also, what about realtors? You know, this is this is the thing. For the last year and a half, everybody's been questioning the amount of money realtors have been making in commissions. So here's my question. Are realtors now going to be worth their commission when they're trying to sell a property? Are realtors actually going to be worth the commission they're charging? Because it's going to take longer. They're going to have to advertise. They're going to have to do more work. What do you think? Do you think real estate is finally stabilizing where realtors are going to start making their commissions? Are they worth 5% of the sale price of your home? Yep, you know what? You can uh, you can text me here, 71010, anytime you want. As well, you can turn around, call me, 416-872-1010. I'd love to hear from you because, again, I uh, you know a lot of the weeks we've got so many guests on the show and we don't open it up to our listeners. And at this point, we want to hear from you and what your opinion is on it. Are, has the market finally hit bottom? Well, right now, we're taking a look at a few of the highlights, and RBC economists are saying that we're already near the bottom. So, recent report this week, they're telling us flat out, it looks like real estate is starting to stabilize. They think that we're going to have the Vancouver effect, but here's the thing. Vancouver was not faced with two increases in the interest rates back to back the way we have in Toronto. So do you think maybe Vancouver would have bounced back? Not sure about that. So like I said, give me a call 
416-872-1010. Love to hear from you. And I want your opinion. Are realtors finally going to be earning their commissions? For the last 18 months, a lot of our listeners were saying they're not. They're not worth their commissions. Are they now worth their commissions? Hey, if you're a realtor, you know what? You know I'm always happy to chat with you. And we can have a good conversation about what you believe the commission structure should be when you're dealing with a market that is a little bit slower. You know, we're kind of looking at markets right now that are, I guess, reminiscent of the, you know, 2011, 12, 13, 14, when things took longer to sell. Now, you know, we just came off the hottest market to date. Highest numbers were coming in April. And since April, we're watching people almost lose 20% of their value. Are we on the bottom? Well, as they say in, the, in, in real estate, you know, there's the crash effect. Well, we haven't hit a crash. And what we're doing is we're seeing an adjustment. Part of these adjustments that we're seeing are people taking a look at, you know, not buying right away. They're not jumping into the fray. We've seen so much of that over the last year and a half that people are forcing these uh, huge bidding wars and the values just weren't being substantiated. And now people have got a lot to worry about when they go to close properties. Have they overpaid? Are they going to be appraised correctly? Well, this is one of the things that I think is really important for you to focus on. Make sure you get a condition on financing. You know, the days of firm marketplaces are no longer. And this is one of those things that we need to focus on. So I'm going to go to Maria in Mississauga. And Maria, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Good. I actually live close to your office and I pass by every once in a while. I have a really interesting point to make. I've been on MLS, and what I'm seeing is, and I was just curious reading everything in the news and everything, and what I'm seeing is I'm not, I'm seeing a lot of people who had their houses on the market have pulled them. They haven't sold. So it's not like you've got surplus and you have very little buyers. I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing very little houses on the market in Mississauga even. They, people have pulled it. Unless there's people that have already sold their property, have already purchased a home, and now have to sell is a whole different ballgame. You see those homes on the market, and I'm watching them. They're falling every 30, 60 days. I'm seeing the prices drop, and then you know that they're stuck and they have to sell. My other point is I, I'm pretty confident. I don't think the prices are going to stay the way they are. I suspect for another year or so they're going to they're gonna jump right back up. Yeah, you know, people are not dropping their prices. I'm seeing it on, on Realtor.ca. I'm not seeing people drop their prices. When these people who are waiting for the deal realize, that's my point of view, that when people realize that no one's dropping their prices, they're going to jump right back in. I expect the price is going to go back up, not as much as before, but pretty well up there again. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree with you, Maria. Some of your points are excellent. And one of the ones that for sure that we can focus on is the fact that when you see a house come off the market, they don't put it back on. Sometimes they're testing the market. Maybe they didn't have to move. They thought they'd just find the right buyer. And now all of a sudden they sit there and say, hey, listen, you know what? I'm not going to get the multiple offers. I'm not getting the big buck that I thought I was going to get. So now they turn around and they say, okay, we take it back off the market. So I agree with you. And we don't see a lot of inventory. So if you're a follower of Realtor.ca, do you see a lot of places in the marketplace that you look at, or do you just find that there's just well, not, not that much inventory? I've looked at Air Mills, and I've looked at Milton. I've, I've been, generally, I'm just because I'm following everything that's happening, and I'm seeing a lot of homes that were listed have just dropped. Like, they're not there. And I strongly suspect they did not sell. My other point is what you said about the commission piece. 
I find that people who are trying to look that say that realtors aren't worth their weight in gold, that everyone has a price. I'm telling you, you pay a, a realtor a half a percent, you're going to get exactly what you paid for. Honestly. <laughs> now, Maria. People work really hard for their money, and my husband's a broker of record, but this has nothing to do with anything. Okay? Right. I see how hard he works. I see how hard a lot of realtors work. I'm not a realtor. But I see how hard these people work, and I see some people who think they can go in and they think they're smarter than realtors, and this is not for anything. I see how hard there's a lot of intricacies. There's a lot of navigation. And let me tell you, you pay some guy a half a percent, I'm telling you, you, you think that you, you're getting a good deal because I've seen so many people call, and they want to bypass their realtor, and they want, you know what, knock off the price, knock off. 40000 or 30000 off the commission. Let me tell you something. If you have a proper realtor negotiating for you, you start less than that amount, and then you talk. Sure. It, it is what it is. And if people don't see it, and they don't realize, they think they're smart, they're getting screwed in the long run. I'm sorry. It is yep. what it is. It That's is. That's my opinion. Excellent. As, as just a, a regular person. Yeah. Well, listen, Maria, thanks so much for the phone call. I greatly appreciate it. And, uh, and I, I agree with so many of your points. Folks, um, so listen, 416-872-1010. I've got the phone lines open this hour because I want to hear your opinion. Is the market at bottom? And also now are realtors going to start earning their commissions? This is this is one of the toughest things at, when a market shifts. When markets start taking longer, days on market. Have you hired the right realtor? As most people know, we have so many experts come on the show with us, you know, um, you know, from Aria, Treb, Rico, all of the major, you know, uh, real estate aff- affiliations. And one of the things that we need to focus on is, are you working with the professionals? Now, are the professionals now going to be worth more because they've got to work harder to get your home sold? Well, that's a question that needs to be answered. And of course, you can reach me here at 416-872-1010. Don't forget, if you want to talk to me about uh, investment real estate, you can always go to thesimpleinvestor.com and uh, you can send us an email. We're always happy to have a chat. But most importantly, today we are talking about the market. Where is it going? Are we on bottom? So many news reports right now are telling us that, you know, the market continues to go down. We're seeing it slide. You know, right now, Toronto real estate's scariest chart ever is now starting to look better. So in other words, they felt a pretty significant slide through the months of, of June and July, and they think that we might be kind of starting to pull up a little. Really, really important. Um, also, uh, like I said, what, we've going to go to a quick break, but all those that are calling, make sure you stay on the line. I don't want to lose you. So we'll be back right after this. And welcome back. Hey, if you're just tuning in, I've got the phone lines opened up today. Hey, I'm going to give you my 1-800 number, one 800-561-2372. Love to hear from you. And of course, 416-872-1010. Or you can text me, 71010, right here at News Talk. Listen, um, I'm going to go to Rev in Brampton, and he's been holding on through the breaks. And welcome to the show, Rev. Thank you, Todd. How are you doing today? Good, thanks. Thanks for the call. So, Rev, quick question for you. You put your home on the market last week, and you've already dropped the price. Yes, because uh, we failed to attract any real buyer. Like in the open house, all the neighbors are coming in, but there is no real offer. Like uh, my, I put my price at six forty nine, uh, but the price I have to drop it to six nineteen in order to make it sell. So, 
it's like a 30k down right away. So, Rev, I got a question for you. You know, as uh, you know, thinking from a real estate perspective, um, was this was this a price that has sold in your neighborhood previously, or is this something that you know you decided to put that price on it? Oh no, no, no. The price, so uh, it, the price I targeted, it sold in my neighborhood, just behind my house. Uh, um, the the house, uh, the townhome that was sold was six thirty nine. Right. And my basement was finished, so I put it at a six forty nine. But uh, a lot of people came up, but there was no real offer. So my then next, the, so the next question, though, though, Rev, is the one that sold behind you. When did it sell? Oh, um, the behind one sold around end of May, I believe. Ah, and, <laughs> and you see, there's the thing. Now we've got that time adjustment because the market has has, has gotten away from us. So you've now put your property back on at six nineteen. Um, are people more excited about it? Yes, lots of people are coming up, uh, and a couple of offers came up, but those are like low ball, like 550, 549, things like that. Right, and how long have you lived there? Uh, I've been there for three and a half years. Okay, so uh, I'm, um, I'm, I can imagine that you did not pay uh, 649 for it. Oh no no no! Absolutely not. Okay. Well, we don't we don't want you to tell anybody what you paid for it because, of course, if they figure out it's you and they come to your house because they heard you on the radio, you don't want them. To, you don't want to uh, disclose that price. So, listen, Rev. Um, I appreciate your phone call, and by all means, you know what? Uh, good luck with it. And um, so, folks, four one six eight seven two ten ten. One of the things that, uh, again, you know, with our with our last caller there, you have to remember, you can't price your home in a declining market at the peak price. So if something sold back in May, you know, the prices just started to adjust. So if somebody actually got $640,000 for a house and the market has been declining since, do we try to chase the big buck? Or do you still try to get aggressive and put the right price on it and hopefully create the bidding wars? Are they all going to disappear when in a declining market? Well, I can tell you there's a few neighborhoods, actually, that are doing exceptionally well, and you still can't buy a house in them. So give me a call, 416-872-1010. Um, our first caller uh, earlier in the hour, when we were talking about um, real estate agents, are they worth their commission? And now, are they going to have to work harder to actually earn that commission? When houses stay in the market longer and you are advertising, the idea is that you're going to keep advertising, keep advertising. Are your realtors doing that? Are they advertising in the right areas? Or is everybody still just throwing up their hands and saying, houses sell when they're just on the MLS? So I'm going to go to our next caller, and it is, uh, is Pedram, and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, just thought I'd tune in on the... Uh... The commission that everyone seems to be a little upset that they're paying realtors these days. Sure. Um, I'm actually a real estate agent myself, and I thought it's important to let everyone know that there's you essentially get what you pay for in this industry. And when people are paying, you know, full commission to a real estate agent to sell their house, they need to understand that 30 to 40 percent of the commission that they're paying should be going towards marketing and advertising their home. And that comes in many different ways. It should be through staging, staging consultants, flying the streets, newspapers, you know, um, Facebook advertisements. So a lot of people, you know, I think they assume that when they pay the commission to the realtor, that directly just goes into the realtor's pocket. But that's not the case. You know, by the time we pay our own commission brokerages and we pay all the fees to advertise that property, 
Um, and if we've done our job right, then we would be able to get the client a number that they're satisfied with, but also we'll see the fruits of our labor because we do put a lot of time in when it comes to selling a property. And that's for any agent who knows it's worth. Okay. Now, I can't really comment for agents that, you know, they charge uh, half a percent because right. I'm not one of them. Right. But, you know, you definitely do get what you pay for, just like everything else in life. So, so Pedro, uh, do, you, do you tune into the show often? Uh, not too often, but I had the privilege of actually, uh, I'm just heading with a client to another house right now. I thought I'd call in and, you know, no, put I, my I, opinion on the matter. Listen, I appreciate your, your phone call, and I'm going to ask you just one important question. You, 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 you believe that 13 40% of the agent's commission should go to marketing. I am 100% in agreement with you. I, I, okay. If you listen to the show, you will hear me endorse professional agents. If you mm-hmm. look around your brokerage, can you tell me, in all honesty, that every single agent out there is doing the needful? You know, I can't make, you know, I can't agree with you or disagree with you because I don't really know what all the agents are doing, but I like to keep myself around like-minded individuals and the group of realtors that, you know, I bounce ideas off of and I'm in close uh, working relationships with, they're all like me. We put an absolute ridiculous amount of time and energy and money into advertising our client's house when we're listing it on MLS. Excellent. Well, listen, thanks so much for the phone call. I greatly appreciate it, and good luck with your showing. Thank you very much. All Bye. right. Anyways, folks, you know what? Interesting. Um, you know, so here's an agent telling you what, um, you know, in his opinion, what they should be doing. And you know what? I have to agree. I think that if you're dealing with a professional agent, they're going to have a marketing budget. They're going to have a strategy. How many agents out there are actually doing it, folks? Are they all earning their commissions or are some of them just lining their pockets? In a market like this, you know, we've heard a caller tell us flat out that he's already reduced the price in one week. So was that a misstep by the agent or the seller? And this is part of the important thing. In a marketplace, you need to price correctly. Not only do you have to market the property correctly, but you can't turn around and just automatically think it's going to sell at whatever price it had sold in the peak. 416-872-1010. You can reach me at 1-800-561-2372 or text me here at 71010. Love to hear from more callers about what they think, A, the market's going to do. Are we at bottom or are we going to start seeing it go down even further through the month of September, October? Did the Bank of Canada push everybody over the edge with that quarter point increase? I don't know. You know, in, in my opinion, I think we're still running with some decent priced mortgages. You know, most of them are hovering right around 3%. We have gone that way for years. When we came out of the uh, the recession there in 09, you know what? Pretty much 3 3.5% was the norm for about five or six years. So are we in a position where everybody should start getting nervous about mortgage rates? And are people actually paying too much to a realtor in a marketplace that really is going to demand more attention, more marketing. 416-872-1010. I want to hear from you. I want to get an idea. What do you feel? Are we kind of on the cusp of a change? Are we going to be going like the West Coast did? Are we going to start picking up? Well, we'll have more when we come back. And I want to hear from you. Remember, 416-872-1010. Want to get your opinion. We'll be right back after this.
And welcome back. Hey, listen, I've got the phone lines open 416-872-1010. You can text me at 71010 or 1-800-561-2372. Today's topic, of course, talking about the market as well as realtors. Are they worth their money now? You know, so many people had called in in previous shows that were talking about realtors saying, you know, it's just easy. You just put a house on the MLS, it sells itself, multiple offers, they don't do anything, and some people felt slighted. But then again... About 50% of people think that they are worth their money. Can they earn? Do they have enough knowledge that it will be beneficial to you, the seller? I want to hear your comments. Now, one of the things I did want to talk about, though, is, of course, is this rate hike. What does it do to your actual mortgage? Well, some of the things that people have to remember is that when you see a quarter point increase to a mortgage and you're coming up on renewal, let's just pick an uh, arbitrary number, $500,000 mortgage. Well, that means each quarter point that it goes up, roughly, you're looking at $72 more per month to carry that mortgage with a quarter point increase. So if we see a full half point, basically, you're almost looking at $150 more per month to carry your mortgage. Now, if you're running it so tight that $150, uh, you know, puts you pretty much at the break-even, you've got nothing left, then you've probably overbought or have too much of a mortgage. So this is one of those things that when you start looking at buying a property, here's what I'm going to recommend. Don't take the maximum mortgage the banks will give you because despite the fact people can sit there and say, oh yeah, no problem, I can afford it. What happens when rates start going up, especially for people that are, you know, surfing around with, let's say, rates that are variable? Variable rate starts going up, are you going to be able to cover it off? What if we go up by a full point? Well, that can do a huge lot of damage to your cash flow. So keep that in mind whenever you're getting pre-approved. Don't always max it out, folks. You know what? We're going to see some fluctuation. Uh, you know, I get asked all the time, do you think rates are going to continue to go up for the next you know, year or two? My take on it is, is that I think we're pretty much done for the year. I rather doubt that we're going to see much more pressure from the Bank of Canada. They'll let it settle in. We've got the wind government, of course, that have done some major adjustments to what real estate is going on here in Ontario. Foreign buyer tax, did it really do the damage or did people finally just get sick and tired of the bidding wars and did it do a natural progression where it was going to you know pretty much cut the market by itself without any influence by the government this is the thing we don't know because they they jumped in with a 16 you know point approach and quite frankly at the end of the day some of the things they're not even dealing with you know they talked about making it easier for developers and then they turn around and what do they do they throw in rent control so now the developers are sitting there saying well we're not going to bother building why should we and now you've got rent control so now the purpose-built properties like apartment buildings are not being built in fact right now a lot of the developers are sitting there saying we're going to go back to the condo market and keep going with the condos and if we take a look at this summer alone the condo market has been exceptionally strong in fact it has outpaced the the uh, residential detached market and it's actually the one that continues to grow people are lining up still for the builders uh when they're building some of these brand new condos and at the end of the day are they the speculators well 
as most of you that tune in the show every single week, you know I'm very, very cautious when talking about real estate speculation. We have to be exceptionally careful with this. In marketplaces, if you get caught, as some people have now, and they're turning around trying to dump properties, some people are losing up to you know, 20% of their money because they did a speculation. Now, if you can hold on long enough and get the property rented out, maybe, you know, the market will bounce back enough so you don't lose. But if you're going to turn around and hold real estate, folks, you are a real estate investor. When you want to flip real estate, you're either going to get capital gains or it's going to be jumping onto your income tax. And that is a speculator. I don't know how many people have been following the rules and regulations right now that the CRA is uh, getting a little bit tougher with. Again, the Wynn government is saying that they're also going to crack down on speculators. These are the people that are buying condominiums and flipping them. So let me give you a, just a kind of a quick scenario. You buy a brand new condo. You, let's say, pay $400,000 for it. Just before closing you decide to sell it because fortunately you did put in an assignment clause in that offer. That's one of the most important things whenever buying new. You know that's my number one rule. Make sure that you have an assignment clause whenever buying brand new. Now, so you go to flip it. So here's what happens. Let's say you get a $500,000 offer. So you're licking your chops. You're thinking you've made $100,000. Well, Here's where we've got to be careful. First and foremost, you're still on the hook to the builder. So if the buyer who bought your property bails out just prior to the closing, then you're still stuck with the contract, which means you're going to have to close regardless. So you pay the land transfer tax, make sure you have your mortgage ready for backup just in case they don't close. But here's the other thing. They won't give you your $100,000 up front. You have to wait for the closing. You have to get your lawyer involved. So now we've got three lawyers. You've got the seller's lawyer, the new buyer's lawyer, and your lawyer, because you have to make sure your money comes to you. Now, if you've done this and you have not taken title, this is deemed to be income. And when it becomes income, that means that your taxable income that year went up by whatever you make. So let's say you make $80,000 on that property after you've done everything. $80,000 is now your new income on top of whatever salary or whatever you're claiming with the CRA. Keep this in mind, folks, because some of the things that people are doing right now are putting themselves in very precarious tax situations. And one of the things that CRA is doing is they're cracking down on the flipping of properties. So if you take title and you sell it, we're talking capital gains. Again, capital gains at a different tax level, typically 50% of the 50%. So if we turn around and we focus on it, what is the best way for you to do it? Like I said earlier, I'd love to hear from you. 416-872-1010. Um, seems like most people, I, I would have to say, are a little bit uh, numb to this. You know, are realtors actually making their money? You know, I'm curious because, you know, I've had this conversation when the market was at the peak. And when we have it at the peak, um, we turn around and, wow, that was interesting. That's right. I'm still here. No, actually, I didn't stick my finger in a socket. I'm okay. I'm good. Anyways, so... When people were selling at the peak, everybody was saying the realtors weren't worth the money. But now, are the realtors going to have to work harder? What if the market takes 60 days to sell? You know what? Are they worth it? 
great question. 1-800-561-2372. You can text me here at 71010. And I would love to hear from you because, again, this is one of the hottest topics when realtors are going out listing properties. How do you decide who you go with? How do you decide what commission to pay? Is the realtor making their money? We've got a lot to talk about later in the hour. We're going to talk about some of the stuff, uh, some of our meetings with RICO and some of the rules and regulations that need to be followed by realtors when they are doing multiple offers as well as what they call double ending. That's right, multiple representation. They represent the buyer and the seller. Uh, if you've tuned in kind of weekly with us, you know that uh, we've get uh, our guests sometimes from Rico. They'll come in. They are really trying to crack down on some of the uh, realtors that are offside. As well, the Ontario Real Estate Association with CEO Tim Hudak, they are pushing harder for the fines to increase. They want to make sure that the industry is being cleaned up. And you know what? I think it's a positive thing. I don't know if doubling the fines to realtors when they're offside is going to do a lot. But of course, if we're looking at the fact that realtors, you know, they do, uh, they kind of bleed out of their pockets. So maybe if they lose some money, maybe it's going to have a big effect on them. Maybe they're going to smarten up. Well, we've got a lot to find out because in the next 18 months, I think it's going to be an interesting market. Will it react like Vancouver? Well, I think it might. I think that we're going to start seeing the, the bottom kind of sit in the market. I think we're going to see a slow increase. The question is, year over year in March 2018, when you tune into the show, it'll be interesting to see what the numbers are. When I come back, remember, give me a call. We'll be right back after this. And welcome back. Uh, if you want to reach me, you can reach me here at the studio, 416-872-1010, Still, I leave the question out there. Are realtors worth their money now? You know what? We just came through probably the hottest market Ontario has definitely ever seen. And with the last 18 months being the way it has been, now we're starting to see the decline. Are realtors now going to have to work harder? That's a real question. You know what? How do you hire a realtor that is going to do the right thing? So many people were commenting earlier about, uh, you know, the fact that you just had to put your house on the MLS. MLS just sold everything. Everybody just had to hop on the computer. And now, you know what? That's not happening. We're starting to see houses stay on the market. We're starting to see people do different pricing. There's no longer the whole idea of a multiple offer, um, people are just happy to get an offer right now. And if you're in the position where you've bought and you can't sell your property, well, the, what happens there? We've uh, we've had a couple of guests on uh, in previous weeks that have been saying that, you know, there are some people that are saying they can't close. In fact, when they don't close, they come back to the seller, the person that they bought the property from, and they want to renegotiate. Now, this isn't happening that often, but there's a few people that are being caught on this because they can't get the financing. So rule of thumb for sure is that if you're going to buy something, uh, put your conditional offer in, make it conditional on financing. Folks, you don't have to worry about multiple offers. They're not killing everybody today. So you know what? Be a little bit more safe. Second of all, make sure the appraisal gets done right away on the property. Get the value established. If we have a downturn between a month like June and July, this is where people, you know, actually watched equity drop by $50,000 on a home. 50000 That's a huge number. So if you bought the house, let's say, back in something like around May, and then you were going to close in July, but you didn't get the appraisal done until the end of June, 
you could have lost $50,000. So in other words, you've overpaid for it because the market is now declining. At least if you have the appraisal done in the market time that you bought it as, then the bank will accept that current appraisal because that's the one that they ordered. So make sure when you buy something, get the appraisal done right away. We're also starting to see something come back, which is really important, and it's called a home inspection. Home inspections are for the buyer's protection 100%. And you know what? I don't believe that anybody should buy, unless there's a guarantee on the condition of the property, unless it's brand new, Home inspections are so important and people were just throwing caution to the wind and buying whatever they could firm. And so, you know what, I'm actually glad that we're out of that marketplace. But here's a marketplace now that we're dealing with. And what we saw so much was there's a lot of problems, a lot of complaints now coming into the Real Estate Council of Ontario talking about people that turned around and felt that they were misrepresented in a transaction. So there's two things that happen. You have a multiple offer and then you have a double end situation. So a double end situation means that the agent is actually representing both parties. They wear two hats. They're working for the buyer. They're working for the seller. Now, if they're doing that in a multiple offer situation, almost impossible to not think that perhaps an agent isn't treating everybody fairly. Now, I do know some pro professional agents out there that actually have the ability of doing it correctly, but there's a lot of disclosure that needs to be had. And this is why right, right now, Rico and Aria are putting a lot of pressure and even the Wynn government are talking about should agents be allowed to represent both parties. Now, the other thing you've got to remember is the fact that when you have a multiple representation, that's normally done with a brokerage. So if you've got one agent from representing a buyer and the same company represents the seller, that is still called a dual agency. You still have a multiple representation because they are working for the same broker, but they're not the same agent. And this is the thing. So can you actually have a comfortable divide working with somebody in your actual office? Well, this is one of the things that is under investigation. They're trying to figure out, can they change the rules and regulations? They're revisiting the REBA Act of 2002, trying to figure out, is this something that they can work so people are treated fairly? Now, how many of you were in a multiple offer situation, and there was a lot of them over the last 18 months, that we saw people walk away, obviously, you know, just disappointed because their offer did not go through. There was 15, 20, 30 offers. Well, there's only one winner. So everybody else, I hate to call it, were losers. And how do you know that your offer was represented correctly? This is the thing. You know what? Did the agent do the proper job? And this is the problem that we have in this industry. And it would be a lot better if there was a standard way of doing it. For years, I was uh, throwing out the idea that maybe we go to an auction style. That's right. They're doing it in Australia. And a lot of people say, yeah, but everybody will know what I'm bidding. Yes, they will. And if that's the case, that's all right. There's nothing wrong with a bit of an auction style because you know what? Then at least you know what the other person is bidding because how many people felt that perhaps they got burned on an offer? This is the thing. Was the number that got accepted truly the number that should have been accepted? And we've gone through that. So Rico and Aria are working hand in hand uh, in most cases. They're trying to get a better understanding of how we can represent all parties correctly and maybe they change up the rules and regs. That's something important for the future, especially if we start seeing the market tick up a little. Do we get multiple offers coming through real soon? If we do, 
then if the market starts to pick up, like it did in Vancouver, Vancouver is back to where it was. And that's the thing. I mean, that's pretty incredible. I'm going to go to a quick call. Stephen from Scarborough. Hi, Stephen. Oh, hi. Uh, can I go to a lawyer and have my house transferred into my neighbor's son's name? Uh, the neighbor knows the house. He knows me. And uh, the son wants the house. So uh, can I just uh, go to a lawyer with uh, my neighbor's son and have it transferred into his name? That's yeah. the question. You know what? Great question, Stephen. And as a matter of fact, you can do that. Um, a, a lawyer can actually put together an agreement of purchase and sale for you. You've got the meeting of the minds and your offer can be uh, accepted through a lawyer. So you don't need a realtor to do it if you both agree that you can go to the lawyer and get it worked out. Okay, thank you. All righty. Thank Thanks you. so much for your call, Stephen. Bye-bye. So, you know, and, and that's a great question because a lot of times people, you know, they say, can I do something, you know, within a family member, a friend? Can we work out a deal? Yes, you can. You don't have to have an agent drop the offer. But my one warning to Stephen would be this. Stephen, make sure you know what the value of your property is before you pick a price. You know what? Maybe get an appraisal done, have a good idea what you want, and then you can work out the deal with your neighbor's son. By the way, we've uh, we've run out of time. You know what? It goes by so quickly nowadays. Um, I want to thank my uh, my producers uh, this week, uh, Andre and Lydia. They making it simple. Ian Grant will be back with me. I know next week, and we're going to be bringing back our minutes with the mayor. It's always a fun show when we do that. And of course, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. And uh, that's it for the week. So remember, I'll be back next Saturday at 3 p.m. I'm your host, Todd C. Slater. You've been listening to Simply Real Estate right here on News Talk 1010.